Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How are you enjoying this devilish weather? Are we already? I always have a little bit before in case I did a mess up like that. Same, I got 911 on Fox at 8. Mm, which reminds me, Greenleaf is having its final season, and that's coming out in June. Okay, that's all appropriate. Uh, what else happened? Oh, and that Tracy Ellis Ross movie is coming out at the end of the month. Who? Tracy Ellis Ross, Rainbow from Blackish. Yes. I, I, I don't feel like I've seen her in a movie a long time. Have I ever? I don't know if I've ever. She's mostly just on TV, I think. Right. So that's odd. And she's going to be singing in it. Oh. Is that something we Well, she's Diana Ross's daughter, so it's kind of interesting, but what this is. Yeah, what does that have to do with this thing? I mean, it's just something to think about. I don't know what the daddy look like. I just know he's a white man. I don't either, but I know he's Jewish. So, yeah. That's cool. I have to disagree with my first time seeing her movie. I'm with it. You know, hopefully they're paying her well. Yeah. I wonder if she doesn't get as much money since it's kind of the least on demand. Without even having to do a Tyler Perry movie. No. But usually that's where everybody goes to when they need to update quote. No, nigga, that's you. Because, hey, we've been complaining for years. For years, we've 
talking shit about your wig, and now all of a sudden, you, oh, it's just the hair, it's the hairstylist, I'm good. No, because you would have been fired, though. That's you. That's you, bro, that's you. Plus, it's like you said last time when we was covering his latest movie. His big ain't never fucked up. His is usually pretty okay. But again, you know my theory on that. Anybody who looks better than him gotta have a bad wig. Oh. Wonder how his wife's doing in all this. Not wife, his girlfriend, partner, whatever she's called. Why you gotta call her a beard? No judgment. I love Tyree the way I support. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that was uh, the Tyler Perry news. Also, he has a new show coming out. I think it's called Brothers, Bruh, or something like that. Let me guess. He wrote it on the toilet the other day. Maybe. (laughs) It's a possibility. I mean, he... I just got to wrap this up by 7.30 because I got to make it this story before before it closes for everything at 8 o'clock. Okay, so let's just do a quick rundown of what you did and did not see. I'm assuming you didn't... I already know it's going to be like slicing dice. Anything that that was in a different language, I didn't watch that. And that movie that you said was a classic, I didn't see that. You didn't see All Day in the Night? Yeah, no, I haven't been in the mood for That was the one picture. I was like having a whole life stop and think about other struggles and play. I mean, I was like, okay, it looks like a good movie. I put it in my list. We can go over it again at the later date, but... I was looking for more uplifting stuff. I did watch that movie. Not one the movie. Yeah, the other half. I watched that. I watched Dangerous Lies. Was I supposed to watch Dangerous Lies? Yes! I watched Dangerous Lies. I watched... What else was up there? I'm caught up on Insecure, of course. Mm-hmm. I watched Betty. Wasn't really impressed. Neither was um, I. Yeah, I was good. How did he say I was underwhelmed? <laughs> I was underwhelmed. I knew once you saw a white woman's ass in the beginning, it was just going to be downhill from there. Yeah, like I looked at the little trailer and when I turned it off, I was like, okay, this might can do something. And I kept looking like, okay, this is something that like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, am I supposed to be having a ha-ha? Or, or what type of moment? And I mean, like, I see it's one of them hipster shows, you know, like one of them. Not a hipster show, but definitely like alternative type of realm. Yeah, you know, like the the kids who, you know, I like the fact that like when they got high, they were like actually like they were real life high. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like just acting like they really got fucking smacked. I like that, but. Outside of that, I'm like, I can't do it with this girl with these blonde eyebrows. <laughs> what you doing? Like, why, why, why is this necessary? It just was, like, too much for me. It was, like, too much and not enough at the same time. I like the black characters, anyway. Who, hun- Honey Bear? Honey Bear, Indigo, yeah, and... I like her because she was black. And I like the way her hair sat up in her rap. And I like the fact that she was a camera girl. She had the camera and was capturing all these memories. Probably has some dope ass angles and talented work and shit. But yeah. Mm. 
other than that. She's the only character that I know the name. Oh, and the little girl boy, uh, Kurt. Yes. Did you just call him a little girl boy? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> She's got a little boy name. She's a girl, obviously, but... She's a masculine presenting girl. Poor little Tink Tink. Well, I don't mean no offense by it, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, I get what you're saying. So, yeah, that show was rather underwhelming. And what, what, other, what other shows? What else was I supposed to watch? I think Hollywood was on the list. Yeah, I started watching Hollywood. I watched like three episodes of Hollywood. By the second episode, well, I'm like probably maybe like a little bit into the third episode. Second episode, first episode, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what in the hell am I watching? I was all kinds of triggers, but by getting into the third episode, I was just like, oh boy, these motherfuckers is crazy in Hollywood. It was a bit much. It was, how was it a bit much? He's networking. Yeah, I mean, I see all the benefits. It's just like, bro, come on now. Too. I mean, I guess I can't knock his work. But I mean, he definitely is a, basically it's a show that's showing you how to sleep your way to the top. Probably how things were and might still be. Who knows? Mm, I'm just shocked that like, well, I'm guessing all of this stuff is already like public knowledge. Like, all of those actors, their sexuality and stuff. Um, but I'm, and then I guess also too that they're all dead now, so it's like, what can they say? Who's gonna defend them type thing? But they were just like openly, oh yeah, so basically you have to have like a group on in front of this nigga in order to be agent. Yep, that's exactly how it was. Just tarnishing the person's name, you know? But again, maybe this was already common knowledge. You didn't watch it? I'm in episode three like you are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but then again, maybe this is, maybe that, the stuff that we're seeing is all common knowledge, so, or, you know, public record. Probably at this point. You know what I'm saying? So, insecure. How are you feeling about Molly and Issa's relationship now? Mm -hmm. They need a break. I guess I'm getting it. They just need a break. They're very off, and it's a lot of miscommunication and it's a lot of like everybody's moving into things with already with preconceived notions, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, we need to talk, okay, yeah, sure. And Molly, her notion is, all right, we're gonna talk about, you know, fixing our relationship or what's been going on, type thing. And he's like, Oh, you know, I need to talk about my shit. Like so it's just that common not being able to say like this is what's going on. This is how I feel. And it be received well because everybody's so wrapped up into their own thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been there before. It's a little triggering. Well, no, you know what? This, I think watching them play it out is a little more healing than triggering. But then at the same time, it's still that little hinge of annoyance where it's just like, 
because we as the viewer can see from both sides. It's like, bro, if y'all niggas just talk about the stated through each one another, you know what I mean? Like, yo, shut up and listen to me talk about my shit. I've got some personal feeling shit going on I need to talk about, not just you, you know? Plus, I think Molly is starting to get to that point where she realizes this relationship is just not for her. I mean, you said too. Because, like, outwardly, like, this episode, I see where Molly is coming from. I also see where East is coming from because, you know, this is a big, big deal for her. She's so wrapped up into it. So I understand that, you know, and I understand how she could be selfish in this moment. But up until recently, I haven't really been rocking. I haven't really been team Molly. But that's the thing with Molly. If you think about all of Issa's big moments, all of her events, who is she asking either to donate money or donate her time? And not just to show up like with Tiffany's events, where you just show up and have a good time, but actually work. Almost every single time, Molly had to show up, either donate money or end or work. It wasn't just have a good ass time. And she so, probably feels a little bit used at this point. Like, now you're trying to fuck with her boyfriend's network and all that to get what you need? Yeah, but it would have been too bad had he said shown that she gave a fuck about what Molly had going on. That, outside of that, I don't think she would have had a problem doing it, but it's just the fact of where they are right now, that tension. Like, you, our bridge is already kind of loose and you asking me to bring a friend across it. and condolences. You're still against that relationship? Yeah, man, fuck that. Damn. And I hate that they left it on a cliffhanger the way they did because I feel like they that night they ended up breaking up. And I feel like what he had to tell Issa in the more recent episode was that, you know, oh, she ain't gonna really be where she probably might not work with you because we had a little situation and you were at the head of it. And I said, I'm feeling this for you type thing. Or I think that's what that conversation was going to be. You just stayed thinking those two going to get back together. Yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Team Lawrence and Issa, they are. Of course. We just got to, you know. And then my thing is this. If Condola, if Condola was basically, because when you think about the episode where they had, she had the Friendsgiving, she was kind of like, you know, emphasizing the fact that she didn't invite one. And, you know, she was around her friends. Like, it wasn't like she was kind of shading him, but there was a little shade in the, in the atmosphere. And then at the end, oh, I didn't invite you. Yeah. 
you know, you kind of invited yourself. And with the friend with Robin Thede, when she was talking about how, you know, um, what she said, oh, basically, you're just a sex toy for her. Shit like that. Like, it, 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 and then when Kenola told him, yeah, you know, I don't want to ever be married again. Like, she, I don't think she's looking for anything serious. And I think when we're starting to trip up with it's because if she's not looking for something serious, and Lawrence, all of this fourth battle way has shown you know, settling down with family, like all of those, like, you know, quote-unquote omens that we pass him by in his scenes, we talking about the structure of forgiveness and things like that. So I'm thinking that him and Condola are definitely on two different paths. Like, the life he's looking for, she ain't hardly ready. She just got out of a serious relationship, you know, marriage. So I don't think that they're equally yoked in that manner to where that's when she's going to be a problem. You know, that relationship is going to be a problem now. He's going to, in my mind, he's going to end up, you know, patching things up with Isa and rebuilding in a better space now, you know, than where they were. Do you at least support Andrew and Molly? Um, Molly get on my nerves, so I kind of really <laughs> don't want her to be happy. What? <laughs> Is she too bougie for you? It's not even the bougie-ness. Sometimes she just has these, like, so, like, these cornered thoughts where it's just like, girl, if you're going to be that smart, you definitely are ignorant. Like, that, that's, that's the way I do it. It's just something about her that just doesn't... <sighs> Does she remind you of somebody? Also, the show got renewed for another season. Yeah, I heard. Excuse me, I heard. I'm excited. I hope up. Mm-hmm. Definitely happy about that. Hopefully, we just don't have to wait another two or three years to get it. Well, Issa's a busy lady. Mm. Got a movie coming out at the end of the month, The Lovebirds. Oh, with the. I don't want to say Middle Eastern, but that really like Asian. Some kind of Desi South Asian. Well, with the with the brown guy. Yes, the one that's going to be in the Eternals. I don't know what that is. A Marvel movie that's coming out next year. Hmm. You didn't see the picture. He he got one of the Marvel like trainers, so now he's like stacked with abs and all that. Issa's having a good old time. Well, she better not keep us waiting again, I'll tell you that much. Which reminds me, isn't Atlanta supposed to be coming out sometime this year? I think so. I feel like I've seen some, like, hints toward it. But I hope so, because, again, they don't keep nobody waiting two, three years so you can do other things. Like, who does that? They got the opportunity to do that. It's not like shows on own like Greenleaf and Queen Priority. You know, priority. You, you always the fan. That's to the people that you're trying to acquire. The people that you got. So if you had a hit show and you got an opportunity to do movies, you wouldn't take them up? Depends on how much money it was. Mm-hmm. He got Star Wars money from taking a break, so how about that? 
Danny's the old man. Yeah, Get to him for this shit. No, Donald Glover, his caring ass, he probably wanted everybody to win. So, no, we can take three years off as long as everybody eating. No, man, fuck their plates. <laughs> <laughs> but one of their places, um, Lakeith yeah. Stanfields. That's you. Because then there's people like me, like, you know me, every week waiting for it. And you just, you just up and forgot. Like, you just don't even care. Like, that's just jacked up. It's not right. Shall we move on to movies? Dangerous Lies. Was it worth your time? Room temperature water be so good. It's too hot in here and I haven't gotten the air conditioner yet, so fuck room temperature every day. This is not even hot. What you gotta do is get the water breeze going on. I don't like opening windows because then I'm like bugs. Nah. No. Fuck that. There's a river in my backyard. I don't know what comes from that river. Push pause. I gotta put something in the porch. Hold on. Okie dokie. Let it be known that plant-based ice cream is disgusting. Mm. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. What are we talking about? Dangerous lies. Dangerous lies. It was interesting. I expected some more betrayal. It wasn't enough betrayal for me. No, I thought the husband was dead ass going to be the one who fucked everybody over. Exactly. I was expecting betrayal. Oh. Um, so basically, remember, I didn't see Dangerous Lies and Uber, you know, want the spoiler. Um, not going to, you know, spoil too much. Well, yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know how to detail how much I spoiled, but basically a woman, a caretaker, was working for an old man, old man died, um, he had mad stash money, you know, it was like almost 100000 husband, oh, you know what, yeah, I give up, I don't want to tell, I don't want to go through the whole people, what happened, basically I'm only going to talk to the people who watched it then. Isn't that what we already, already do? If you ain't yeah. watch it, my bad. Like, let's try something new and I just like, you know, be halfway through it, like, yeah, I want to recap this shit. The but, gist of okay. it is, poor couple. The yeah, husband couple. is going to school. The wife is working. She gets a job with this rich man. He dies. They discover money, and then because of what's in that house, including the money, their lives go to hell. There you go. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Because it, but the way that they, the way that the story was
Well, I'm trying to figure, did she know? Because his last words were where the diamonds were. So did she know where they were? That's what I was thinking, too. Like, I think she heard it. I think she heard him, but just didn't want to, um, didn't want to deal with it. Because she was like, you know what I mean? Like, she already got the money from the 100000 So it's just like, you know, I'll leave it there because I don't want to deal with the trouble that comes with it. You know, like... That's another thing. If they've been buried for a good, what, three, four months, why would they sell because of some sprinklers start showing? Yeah, see, you know, my heart wouldn't allow me to believe that they foolishly, you know what I'm saying, that they foolishly did that. Like, they foolishly let that be the end all. So in my mind, I'm like, maybe they just made it seem like it came up so that we could... Say she gonna come for me again. like the fact that nobody ended up with who they wanted to be with but they still got a good friendship out of it. That part. And I think in a low-key way the white boy was trying to say when he was chasing after the trainer he loved her. Mm. And you have to really think about it. She is an Asian girl in a small town and this country white boy accepted her in ways without making it a big deal. And that's compared to everybody else in town. I don't seem to fuck with her or her father. True. I thought that, that well, I thought it would know, be a little fair to be like, maybe they would get a little something going on. Like, you know, yeah, I'm caught in a love triangle between her and him. And, you know, I love him too. But, nah, you can tell that he cared about her deeply, though. Mm-hmm. That was pretty. I, I, I like that. What you said, like, I like that nobody got who they wanted. But they still but, um, got what they like, needed. Yeah, but I hate it. Like, that super religious, oh, you're going to hell. Like, yeah. yeah, he kept saying it. Like, I would be like, man, I'm 
They had to establish this was a small town, and the best way to do that is one crazy ass old man. Yeah, when he said, oh my god, you're going to hell. And then she, when he was talking to her father, he was like, Oh, you're going to hell. I think she, oh, I think she was. That, that rubbed me the wrong way, but outside of that, I was good. It was a cute little movie. I kind of okay. wish. By that water, though, she had on like 20 layers of clothing. No weird ass. She wasn't ready. <laughs> Bruh, she had on like two layers in the water. Like She probably just had on her regular shirt in a bra on. That's all it was. Well, she, it, her dad explained it. She's basically been the man of the house since she was like 13. It's true. It's true. Well, now she, where was she going? To some boarding school or something? She's going to college. Oh. Oh, well, I think they were in like sophomore year or something. Probably because they all look so young. Well, mm-hmm. Asta didn't look that young. The other two did. just annoying as hell and I didn't know what his whole thing was besides being a rich kid's son. I mean, I mean a rich man. You know, how that goes. To a certain degree. I oh. wish you watched all day and the night but you didn't. I did not. I'm sorry. But it's such a good movie. Even though straight up it doesn't have as strong of a gangster element as it seems, but it was still so good. Uh, it's on my list. I'll get to it, but I just uh, once I was like, wait, he in jail and his partner in jail? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. Hmm. I can't do. I can't deal with two oppressive situations. Let's see. Let's get in debt with it. But I just can't pick between two topics. I'm so torn. Hmm. One is self-deprecation versus being honest with yourself. And the other one is children. Since I'm still not over the fact your child just came from me the other day for reasons <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Which one do you prefer? That question. Um, I'm, I'm okay with either. 
Let's go with children since I'm not over that. When it comes to kids, did you want kids when you was a kid, a teenager and whatnot? Or? Uh, I, I was back and forth on a lot. I wanted to have a at first, I did like I had the idea of like, oh, girl, you know, be girl, girl, and have kids and stuff. Then I was like, wait, that means like I seen how women were expected to be in the household. I was like, I don't want to do that shit. That doesn't sound like some shit I wanted to do. So then I got older, and I was like, I don't want to have kids. And then I was like, oh, well, well, you know what? Maybe I could have a kid as a legacy. Then it was just like I don't. I'm impartial. Like, I knew I wanted one at some point, but I didn't give a fuck when. And, like, I wasn't tripping. I got to the point where it was just like, oh, if it happens, it happens. Before and did you have that kind of relationship where you wanted someone to have kids with you, or he was, like, the first one that made it seem like a good idea? Um, he was the first one that really made it seem like a good idea. Everybody else that I dealt with, well, it wasn't even like it was a guy, like a great deal of actual boyfriend, um, like in my adult years, but other people, we didn't get that far, far from me to even see that type of life. But, and it was different because I had already, like, taken on such a big role in Amir's life that it was like when we got together, it was kind of just like completing, like, a little family circle type thing. And when AJ came along, it just was like, oh, okay you know, finish out the square type thing. But I think if it was anybody else, if I was dating anybody else and had got serious with anybody else, um, I probably wouldn't be so eager to be like, oh, let me have a baby or something like that. But like I said, because I had already been playing such a similar role, it kind of just was like, easy for me to be like, all right. I want to go to the other topic now. So, <laughs> I think that was just a question on anything. So, being that sometimes you and I both deal with personal issues, sadness, depression, anxiety, and all that, where do you draw a line from being honest with yourself to recognizing you're kind of depreciating your value? Um, I Put you, it puts you in my space as well. I don't really think I do a lot of devaluing myself. However, I will say that, like, some of the things that I say can be taken as, like, from the outside looking in, like, okay, yeah, that is kind of self deprecating. But it's not really, like, me doing it in a way to, like, you know what I mean, show any, like, let, like, show less worth in myself. It's more so in my way. My, it's my way of honesty. Because mm-hmm. it, it comes off as like self-deprecating, but it's just the way that I joke. You know what I mean? The, the way that I acknowledge comfortably my shortcomings and the things that I need to work on. It's not, because like it's never for a, oh, I'm so ugly. Well, it's me. It's like, a, ooh, I'm so ugly. Let's go ahead and handle these eyebrows. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's honest. It's honesty in a way that makes me appreciate whatever it is that I'm talking about. What do you mean? 
what do you mean by appreciate whatever you're talking about? I'm like, is it just you're trying not to wallow it? Or you're just trying to address that you know it exists and then how you can fix it? At times, yeah, but at times it's like I'm comfortable with it in a manner that I can see like, okay, yeah, it's there and you, I don't, I'm comfortable with it and I don't want you to feel like you got to stare at it or you got to be, you know, worried about it. Like, I, it's there, we've addressed it. You know what I mean? I'm laughing about it. You don't try to laugh about it. Like, you can laugh at my jokes about it, but if Is that something that came with age that your parents put into you? How that? No, I've always been like that. Like I, I've always attacked that. I'm like when if there was like an issue or something, like I've always walked into it head on and just put it on the table. And because like my goal with any interaction or anything that I do is to be comfortable. You know what I mean? My my happiness is my comfort. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm in a situation and I can be I have to laugh at myself. 
myself with bubble meat and all that that goes with bubble meat. Hmm. What do you think is the most honest thing you ever said to yourself? Well, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> personal. <laughs> I'll dial it back then. I, I, that's something that I probably answer that type of question like on stage. I ain't answering that right here. Why you I still find it so interesting how much you and other comedians give away for free on Instagram and stuff like that. It's like... I don't really that much on Instagram. But, like, at this point, what are we supposed to do? Like, ain't... Ain't like we can go do shows. No, but... I guess the thought I kind of had in the back of my head, you could easily film something, like, make it, like, a legit, like, not a special, but... Some kind of five or ten minute thing, and then kind of put that out there. Yeah, I would do it. I like I like energy. I can't just. I I watched somebody. Um, they were doing one of those like virtual uh, comedy shows, and the person was just basically in front of their background with the microphone telling their jokes, but it wasn't. It wasn't no energy for you to bounce off of. You could feel it. It felt naked. So would you say, either just in this case in general, you need to see it in order to kind of put it in your head that you can do it? Well, in this specific case, I would need to, uh, there would need to be more of a demand for me, like personally. Mm-hmm. Like not just a demand of, oh, you know, more comedians need to get up there. No, like it'd be like, Shonda, we want you to get up there, like that type of thing. How do you, I don't... I would, since I don't know how you judge things, because I don't know much about social media, DMs, and analytics, how do you judge when things are really a hit or not, or when there's really a demand or not? Mm. Uh, it's hard to say. Like, I mean, I have... If I put something up, it really depends. It really depends. Sometimes it'll just be like, what's going on in the DMs? Sometimes it'll be like, um, you know, what I can tell from comments under the pictures or whatever. Or so 
sometimes I'll post a picture and then I'm like, people will share it into my DM with their thoughts or whatever like that. But then I take like the, if everybody's pretty much saying, you know, oh, this is hilarious type thing, then I'll take it from the story and maybe put it on my um, main page or something like that and then see the reaction from there. But for the most part, I go off of like the people who are usually responsive to my shit. Like, because I feel like if, if every time I post something, you find, you, you comment and you make it, you let me know it's hilarious, then you're my audience. I'm pretty sure there's a great deal of other people watching, but they ain't saying nothing, so what, what I'm catering them for? Which does lead to the question, um, what happened to your website? Oh, yeah, I'm in quarantine. I ain't paying none of that shit. Oh. Because you know what, like, my thought right now is if it's not making me no money, I'm not putting the money out onto it. So, and I, my website, I didn't have the focus. I ain't gonna say the focus, but I guess it's just inverse. And I went through my phase of like not feeling inspired or motivated to do anything, like at all. So, and that was one of the things like I'll, I'll figure it out when I get in a better space when the world start opening up and I have more to talk about, more to promote and whatnot. Right now I'm not doing shit. How are you dealing with being kind of stuck in a stagnant situation? Mm-hmm. No, because usually you're up and going, driving Uber, then you're having to take care of AJ and of course I'm here yeah, homeschooling. It's been hard. It's been real hard, but I mean, you know, I doing what I can to like try to stay occupied um you know just like your little like your little makeup show thing with AJ the other day that was her (laughs) that was her I'm just yeah that was her she wanted to do makeup like I said I got a whole ton of makeup that I have for it and I don't wear none of it which is and when she was doing my makeup, is exactly why I did. Because the whole time I wanted to scratch my face. Like, I wanted, like, just in knowing that there's something on it makes me want to, like, scratch my face. Like, no, like, even if I put on, like, eyeliner, <laughs> then it's like, oh, girl, your eyes are itching. You, you should go ahead and scratch your eyes. They don't be itching. It's just because I can feel it on my eyes. It's like, you gotta go ahead and scratch them. So, yeah, I had a bucket of makeup. I said, go for it. I probably won't do that again, though, because it took me a very long time to get all of that makeup off. How much? How many layers she put on you? No, it was a lot of foundation. Oh. It was, like, a lot of foundation. It, and it was thick paws. It was, like, <laughs> it was like she painted it on my face. Like, that's what it really would have felt like. It felt like paint. Like, and it, then, like, when I started, I took the, cute, the cotton swab and, like, I wiped some of it off. You could see, like, the deep change of, like, complexion that it had. I'm like, yeah, she was layering that motherfucker on. She wasn't holding no bars. I mean, it could be something she ultimately gets into, though. Mm, no, nah, honestly, I don't think so. Maybe down the line, she'll probably, like, learn the basics for whatever is needed. But right now... She ain't, cause she ain't never watched no YouTube tutorial on it, and she has no intentions to watch it. Like she has the option to, 
But what she want to watch? She want to watch them play Minecraft and Roblox so she can, you know, make sure that she does this right or does that right. Like, that's where her interest is right now. It's not in trying to do makeup. She just, it just is fun for her for the moment type thing. Because since then, she ain't said nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> so she just wasted a couple of dollars of makeup then. That was all I came in. No, that girl has not gave two shits about it, bro. Was she a bit of a homebody before that? Look at like that. <laughs> He's being extra. We're recording, AJ. 
when it comes to this. She had brought it to me before it even went off. Like, she's like, I know my shit about to go off. <laughs> when it comes to the school angle, does she get summer? You have her go to school throughout the whole year. Uh, it's more like a whole year type of thing, but that's because we're not really, um, we don't follow like a school You're, ba- what You're basically raising your best friend right now. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, we're talking about school. Yeah, no, I don't, I, we don't follow a regular school structure. So it's like, there's no reason for her. I feel like with, with traditional school, you get the summers off because you're in that motherfucker every day, all day. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, hey, give me back some of my time. Because we're not like that, there's no need for, you know what I mean? Like, like, for example, today, um, I made her earn back her iPad, and she had to sit, and I told her, I, like, you got, you get the option. You let me know what you want to do, because she got to take it, because she gets smart. Whenever she don't get her way, she get real smart about Yeah. I mean, we expect this, my child. Um, and then because she's, she knows that she has some space to express herself, sometimes she takes that space, and she tries to, like, run a marathon with it, excuse me, and I have to remind her I'm not the fucking one. So, she basically today was about to get upset because I told her, like, you get your option. You can have your iPad, you can have it for, you know, I'm not, I'm un- uninterrupted time. Like, I won't be in your face about what you plan or whatever. Like, you go ahead and do you. But you gotta do this work. And she was ready to throw a whole tantrum. No, I'm not, I don't want to do no work. I said, listen, the way, the route that you're taking right now, you have to get the iPad taken for another week. And you just got it back. You don't want to do that. I said, so you can tell me no, that you don't want to do the work, but then you just don't get the iPad. She was like, all right, well, how much work is it? Because I don't want to do it. It's just a lot of work. First of all, you don't have a concept. You know, you don't have the scale concept of what a lot is. So I'm like, no, it's not even a lot. All right, cool. I'll do it. You know, attitude changer. Girl sat at the table for like two hours. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a lot, no. But no, it definitely was a lot. My skin, it wasn't a lot to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to her, we, we didn't we didn't specify. But now you know, she got her iPad. I'm not tripping. You get the, the option. It's not like you can go anywhere. It's not like you can do much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. And I guess um, another thing I always wondered is when it comes to homeschooling since that's what a lot of people are doing now. Do you, for people who are already doing it, do you work with the school local school system? You're doing an online program and when it comes to tests and all that, is it like they proctor the test and or you send out the schoolwork? How does that do you have to pay for this? What are you talking about? 
the homeschool thing is very confusing to me, so I'm just trying to understand how does it work. Right now, I do. I just cultivate her curriculum. And then, what? Does she take like a proctored exam or something like that? Because I would think sooner or later she has to take some kind of test to see where she's at. If I put her in school, she'll have to take a placement test. If I want to have her like have a, a development type test, I'm pretty sure that that's something that could be administered. I thought about having one when she was like two and a half, but then it wasn't no point to because when I seen what they was testing and I knew already, like she knew that shit like the back of her hand. So it was like, all right, I know that she's already, you know, she's ahead of schedule. But if, if, if or when I put her in school, then she'll have to take a placement test. But my goal right now is to say, all right, if I was to put her in school, I would want her at least to place at least two grades higher than what her age expectancy is. So until I can do that, she's good under my wing. Because I feel like that gives her enough space, you know, academically, from where she is in age to where, you know, to, to two grades ahead of where she is in age. Because she's, she's a sponge. She told me earlier she got a whole attitude when I, after we agreed to do the work. Why are you giving me first grade uh, work out of the first grade book? I'm on the second grade level. Duh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the second grade level, Mom. You're giving me this easy work. I'm telling you, this is too easy. I'm, you know, taking pages out the book. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she reading. Oh, I told you, this is too easy. Like, I'm pretty much done already. I'm like, all right, girl, I hear you. Like, you keep that mentality like is when she gets into school then she will have that her brother was like that now please now this dude apparently is doing his online zoom lessons and trying to sneak and be on the xbox at the same time got the computer off to one side and playing the video game on your like bruh too much bruh you know so it's just it's Homeschooling is, is, is very much what you make it to be. And it's like a lot of people have like these views of these misguided views of what homeschooling is. But homeschooling looks different for everybody. Like my cousin, she hasn't started academic based lessons yet. And yeah, but she has a theory, like she has her theory of what structured academia can do for a child so that's not my place to say anything about it because guess what whereas you know her kid might not be able to read as well as aj does her kid can read arabic you feel what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like there it looks different for everybody else her kids spend a lot of time out in like the 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 swamps and the muds and all that stuff (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you know what I mean? Like, when we go visit, you want to go out there and be with your cousins in the mud and whatnot, you go ahead and do that. That's what your homeschool will look like that day. For me, I'm not doing all that. Homeschool looks different for everybody, you know? Some kids are just stronger in or more comfortable in creative so that there's there's a lack of a focus on uh, 
traditional map. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll they'll pick that up when they when they pick it up, and they typically do. So it's, it looks very different for for everybody. But me personally, right now, I'm not doing a lot of um, curriculum based. Uh, like you know, usually like I might grab something from like the Khan Academy. Um, she had ABC Mouse, but that shit was too. It wasn't doing too much. I didn't see any growth or anything. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I just pick. Okay, well, I know that you need to work on you know this type of thing with numbers. So we're gonna go go ahead and do like these um you know addition facts. And we're gonna do this. Like I get to choose where she needs more focus or you know she's not as strong in this aspect of math. So we're gonna spend a little bit more time on this. Um. You know, okay, now it's time to start counting money, things like that. But once she gets a good deal of the basics down, then we can start following, you know, um, the curriculum. But right now, the curriculum for her age or for her grade, she is doing a lot of talking about my life. I'll be forgetting I'm on the damn podcast. <laughs> it's fine. I asked the question. The curriculum for her age won't be up to my standards to just solidly go off of just that. So I, I just piece things together. Just like reading it. But yeah. So, um, like, we read very well. So it's like certain things about reading, you know, on the first grade level, um, or, you know, first going to the second grade level, that they're heavily into it. Hey, you gotta you gotta learn this, you gotta learn that she's already got a clear understanding of it. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so now I'm gonna go ahead and tailor it to your reading level but it's now pushing it to the third grade to but you know, your math might not be on the same third grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So So if you had a Huh? I was gonna ask if you had a chill, like would you take this all the way up to the end of high school? I'm gonna take it till I can't offer her anymore. I'm gonna take it till I can't offer her anymore. Um, and then plus, when she started to get, at well, at some point she's gonna be old enough to have uh, like a, a respected say. Like she has a say now, it's just not respected. Um, then at some point she's gonna be, you know, and then at some point she's gonna be academically um, beyond what I'm able to teach. You know what I mean? So. They'd be like, all right, now I need to outsource this or I need to outsource that. But again, at that time, she might be on some shit where she's just like, you know what? The requirements that you have for me to go to regular school, I've met them. You know what I mean? So what's up? I'm trying to be out there with them hope. That's that's what it comes down to. So I don't, like, I don't have a a plan or a goal. Well, I don't really have a plan. It's more of a goal. Mm. More of uh, something that she needs to, certain things that need to be instilled in her before I'm able, before I'm comfortable releasing her to anybody else. Will that affect where you move to? Like, take a note of what happened in your childhood. Would you try to move to, like, a quote-unquote good school district so when she does go in, you know, academically is fine? Or would you still be fine to be... To go into like a new or something like that. Um, wait, you said like a Newark. What's wrong with Newark? 
No, because I went to white school. No, no. Dead ass is a dead ass. I went to a school in New York. I went to a school in New York, too. But here's the thing. I went to a school with predominantly white people in Westfield. And then when we went back to New York, when my mom was like borderline homeless. No, we were homeless. Ain't no borderline in that. But we got homeless. They were like, Newark was two to three grades behind in math and a good few others in science and reading. So it's kind of like you see the difference in education there, the way how you value it. Right. But here's the thing, I still have one child that is in public school, so it's always until until I have no children in public school, it's not really gonna be it's always gonna be a factor. So right now, um it's it's always gonna be affected to an extent, I'll say, because I also feel like coming out of a homeschool environment a home a homeschooled environment she should be at a point where in order for her to be going to school, she's already got to understand that what people tell you needs to be fact-checked. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if they say, I'm a professor and I, I wrote the book, oh, well, mm, let me go do my research. You know what I mean? Let me check. Let me confirm it. And in her mind right now, she has, oh, I, I would do that. I swear I will. Girl, you're just trying to get to school. When you get there, you're going to be just like all the other kids who get to school and they get discouraged and get, you know, lazy and sidetracked, distracted, not doing all that, which not going to regress. But, um, I'm sorry, somebody was on my porch and threw me off. Understandable. But yeah, um, it's, I feel like coming out of a homeschool environment and to, to leave the homeschool environment, you must be able to I always have this thing where I say, like, parent yourself. Like, if I'm not around to parent my daughter, she's to be, she's expected to parent herself. She's expected to take care of herself in a manner and behave in a manner that I would be okay with. You know what I mean? Like, that I would be able to know better. You know what I mean? Like, she, okay, my mother, my mother would trip if I was acting like this and she was here. You know what I mean? Like that. So, she's got to be able to carry that and apply it into her academics. So, once she leaves the homeschool environment, it's like, you should be able to think for yourself. And not only think for yourself, you know how to think. Not what to think, but how to think. Once you get that down, then you can go on. But, so with that said, it kind of makes it to where the schooling doesn't have as much to do. Because the hard work has already been done. The formula has already been laid. The machine's already started. All school has to do is kind of just spin that wheel every now and then to keep the generator flowing. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. However, the negative effect of that could be the lack of challenge, the lack of resources, and then the lack of funding to, you know, pay for the teachers. And when pe- teachers ain't getting paid right, they don't give a fuck. So the lack of funding for the fucks to give, you feel what I'm saying? Like that to further part, but I have a standard for the, the school that I would allow my child to go to, you know what I mean, like where Amir goes now, I did the research and I had to like look him like, I'm not pleased with them, I'm not in love with them, but compared to what the other options were around here they were the best so, you know what I mean like, you look into those things they have an effect, but for the most part coming out of homeschool you should be able to know how to think and 
You know what I mean? Let that kind of guide you into whatever it is that the school... Basically, that'll make the school uh, an additive and not a necessity. And considering how much you sacrificed to homeschool, what's what's going to be done with that time when she's no longer with you for most of the day? She may not be fucking famous comedian, writer, podcaster. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> what the What's fucking wrong with this nigga? What if he asking me? Like, what kind of question? I don't even... like, yo, I need an assistant or a manager so that you can let you know that you just disrespected the fuck out of me. Like, I didn't mean to. It's just I, I know how much sacrifice. Sweaters. Thinking about how smart my daughter is. Big sweaters. Fuck you. Yeah, you sit here with Frost. I don't know what the hell you're You shame my daughter. You're going to bring that shade to me. I didn't do anything to you, Amari. I'm not shady. It's just I know how much is kind of on pause right now because you're invested in her. And I don't know how that transition would be. Because if you've yeah, been... Well, that, would, that would be my goal. Once, once, once she's at a space where I'm not... I don't want to say that I'm not needed every day, but academically, like, I'm not required. My, my presence isn't required in order for her to stay with you. Then I'm going to fill that time with getting back to me. Isn't that what most parents do? I don't know, because most of my friends are like, their kids are two and under. Let's see, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah that's, what, that's what you do. You realize that, you know what, I still got a little figure here, you know. I still got a dream and, a, and an opinion in my pocket. Let me go see what I can make in this world, you know. But my, my plan would be definitely to be performing somewhere, you know, living. Because, like, my dream, like, I basically was right there. You know, you were there, you saw it. I saw the first one. <laughs> I was right there in the world, just fucking shut down. So, like, it would be my hope that once the world reopens that, you know, I would be able to continue on doing those things, you know. And then when she's, you know, left the nest and flown off into her, her little, uh, you know, bout of independence, then I, I hope to be doing more traveling and performing and, you know, living that type of life. The life that I was about to live until fucking Rona. It's gonna be over soon. Do you think so? Have you seen these people? Well, the way the governments are, they're not compensating the loss of income for people. They get mad, so I don't think they could really hold this for too much yeah, longer. Yeah, no, I get that. But excuse me, I'm talking about the people at parks, people just out, like. See, you live down there in Raleigh. I don't know what it's like down there. But up here and, and going to South Orange and stuff, like you see the dudes and the homies in the hood and they all standing around like baby standing on a car real close, 10, 15 people on the porch type shit. Then you ride up into South Orange or Maplewood and you got like 10, 15 people, you know, riding one big ass group, riding right next to another big ass group or walking right next to another big ass group of people at the park. It's just like, 
So y'all just don't care at all. Like, I haven't checked the numbers lately in the last couple of days. So I'm, I'm assuming that they're going down the way that these people have been coming outside. Mm-hmm. The trajectory is downward. That's huh. why the trajectory is downward. That's why <clears throat> Governor Murphy opened up the parks again. And that's another thing. He opened up the park, and he, but they didn't open up like the playground and like um, like the soccer fields and stuff. But you know what these people did? They brought their equipment. They brought a big ass comforter, laid that bitch out in the regular grass, and set up a whole little soccer field in the regular grass. They didn't give a fuck about that soccer field. You keep that park closed sign up. They still was out there playing fucking soccer. Like listen, they. I, I got a feeling that these numbers are going to rise back up again, probably toward the end of the month because everybody coming out. But I'm going to I'm going to sit still for a little while longer, to the best of my ability. You getting antsy though? I am. But see, my thing is this: the the, the, the one thing that I want to do is not going to be okay to do for a while. I want to get back on stage. That's the news. You can open the world up. You know what I'm saying? Like you do that. But until you start opening up these events and stuff like that, it's not going to do me no difference. You know what I mean? It's going to make me happier. Like, you open up the world for them. Okay, everybody got... They, they got things to do. They got lives. They got porches that they can go hang on. I don't really fuck with people like that. People, my friends is my audience. <laughs> or my head. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to fuck with them. And we can't even be in a room together yet. So... It ain't, it ain't, I'm not pressed. I mean, I would like to get out there, but I can't do what I want to do, so. No fucking point to go out there. I'll sit inside and eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I'll sit on my porch and eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> and just before we wrap up the getting in depth of the section, would you start, at what point would you start doing your own shows instead of being part of other people's? What you mean? Like comedy shows? Yeah, like you're organizing your own show instead of being part of like an ensemble. I gotta build the audience and build like, you know, a little name for myself. Like, you know, I gotta build a Plus, on top of that, I don't, 
when you do your own stuff, it just be a headache. Like, you saying that, and you say, oh, when you ready to put on your own show? You know what that made me think of? Fucking weddings. I just got anxiety over a wedding. Like, that's why I have absolutely no, like, yeah, man, that shit's, people get married, and it's just like, oh, it's so beautiful, but yeah, bitch, you gotta do, you gotta call people, you gotta try stuff on, you gotta taste sweet cakes. I'm not a cake person. I don't like cake. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I just wanna show up. I wanna show up, hold my arms up like in a, you know, in a Michael Jackson stance, and just let them dress me. And then just point me where I need to walk and tell me what I need to say. Like, fact, you don't even got to tell me. I'm a writer. Just tell me where I need to say it to. Where's my life? Right here? All right, bet. Like, I don't want to do the whole planning and stuff like that. So I have to be at a point where I'm making a decent amount of money to actually hire somebody to do those things because I wouldn't do it. It'd be a headache. And then I do all of that. And then when people turn up, and you know what the fuck I gotta do? Yeah, I'm building up. I ain't even gonna do that. <laughs> Why you gotta go there? <laughs> I don't need that type of stress in my life. No, it's too much anxiety. Hey, I don't deserve that. No. Mm. Nope. So, yeah. And I also feel like you ask me mad questions, and I feel like because I'm a little bit high, I didn't get a chance to like throw any back at you. <laughs> I thought you understood how this game works by now. No, because I'm pretty sure so I'm pretty sure people listen to shit like she will never let this nigga talk. Like that. When does this mean? When I when you talking I offer every now and then you the entertaining one here, I'm just the one bringing stuff out of you. Oh my gosh, no. This shit gonna be the in the big comeback once I'm rich and famous and you know in the near future and shit gonna come back. Remember that podcast she did that was basically one long ass interview? This is basically what is it? Are we on episode 13, 14? We up there, buddy. Oh, but with that said, um, I did not watch something bald because I had I had bad time management. Child, I I think I may just drop that whole section just because it's a mess. I mean, it's easier to recommend stuff. Give me to watch is a recommendation, though, like. Because I want to recommend you Grave of the Fireflies because you could watch that with AJ and it could walk into your history lesson. It's what just... is about? History about what? I like history. Um, how do I say without giving it away? It's about Japan, probably before World War II and then during World War II. Hmm? I said that might not be interesting. That doesn't sound like my favorite time frame. Mm. It's a good movie, though. It's a classic. Oh, boy. She probably like, Amari told us to watch this. You gotta stop listening to him, Amari. Why are you trying to cause beef between me and this child? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Somebody to check a little ass. I was I don't know what came over me, but I just felt the same. Yeah, that was hollering. She she needed it. She literally she was on my shoulder like, 
bags. And she's like, why is the focus green? And when I explained this to her, I was like, yeah, so basically he doesn't have apples. She's like, he don't have apples. <laughs> like, she was mad, like, Jamie with it. And I'm like, why is she over my shoulder in the first place? And I see she was reading. I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Get her together. She was like, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my feelings over something somebody said to me, so that was bound to happen. I said, when she came down here, I said, what time was going to be here? Well, she was planning to come at me in person? I guess. Well, you heard it when she came down? When she came in the first time, she was like, what time is Amari going to be here? That's when she walked up to the camera, and I was like, we're recording now. I mean, Amari got tested. He knows he don't got corona, but that doesn't mean I'm coming down there. She was waiting for me. She has some words for you. Like, oh. <laughs> really She's a what is she five? I can't say much to her. How can we have beef when she can't even turn on the oven? Exactly. She got a mouth? You don't you don't get the call you don't get the call of the bully. I'll be on her. Hold up, she got a mouth? Please. You gotta remember, she come at me with that sugar sweet stuff, so I don't see the side to her. She, she be having the joke, bruh. She be having the joke. She be wanting to bring it, bruh. Like I got a um chicken pop mark over here somewhere. She likes to pick on me for that. She picks on me about my freckles. She picks on me about my hair, like like my bun. Today she likes my bun because she said it looks like the one she had the other day. But when my hair was straight and I had it in a bun, but some of it was sticking out, she was picking on me then. Like, if she been picking on me, like, and I'll be just sitting there taking it and I'll let her know, like, listen, understand something. You got one more joke before I start letting them off. And then when I start letting them off, oh, mommy, that's rude. You being a bully. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not being a bully. This is the real world. This is what's going to happen when you walk out the doors. If you want to throw a joke, you better be ready to catch one. So, yeah. Let's go into the quote portion. Quote portion. Oh, my gosh. Will it be doing segments? I don't have no quote. I can do two if you want me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do my quote. Put my name on it. Okay, put your name on this Niecy Nash. <laughs> put your name on this Niecy Nash quote, even though you're actually you're not religious, so that doesn't fit you too well. Okay, I'll take the religious one. The religious one's from Niecy Nash from a show she did on the Urban Movie Channel, um, Behind Her Faith. The quote is God is kind because I don't look like what I've been through. Oh, I think you posted that on, on your... Uh, yes, I did. Look at me following you. Hmm? I said, look at me following you. I'm surprised my damn self. Hmm. 
And your quote is saying I could have done something better is not low self-esteem. I don't like this thing that now self-edification and self-improvement is now self-flagellate. It's not. Mm. And that was by Whitney Cummings. Oh, she a white woman? Yes, she is. Sound like some white shit. But it fits something you would say, especially considering the topics I brought up. But you need to do a song before you sign off? Nah, I don't have a song in my heart today. Isn't that a song in itself? What is that song in my heart? Is that a Disney movie? Yeah, Scrub My Emotions. Making me answer questions about homeschooling. Ask me all these questions. Odd. Like, you know, yeah, okay. Hold up, what? Yeah, exactly. I said a bunch of nothing. I, I went through mad thoughts in my head before they got to my mouth. And when they got to my mouth, I was just like, never mind. What? What's your business? I don't need your, 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 your judgment. Copping your head to the side judgment. But who needs that? I'm just, like all these questions, I'm just trying to understand. Oh, no process, nothing. But I process so much over these. Uh, when did we start? September, October, November? It was before your birthday, so it had to be the September, October. Oh. Oh, that's straight. Oh, wow. I okay. Can't that quite a bit. All right. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, it's about to be 7.30. You need to catch that truck, so sign off time. Vote, vote, vote for, uh, what you call it? Yeah, yeah. The beauty of that essential employee batch. Anyway. So. I mean, I am essential. Yes, you are. I am. Uh, All right. Well, this has been another episode of, wait, no. Got anything upcoming that you need to shout out? I was supposed to do an interview with that guy who wanted to start that podcast network, but I don't know what happened to him. Okay, and uh, uh, I don't have any interesting, anything interesting to shout out because, you know, we're under quarantine and ain't shit moving these streets. Um, you can find me at um, at Shauna Nicole on Instagram and Twitter and Shauna Nicole on Facebook. And you, what about you, Lamar? I'm pretty much where... Oh, what? Oh, what the black Jesus? <laughs> pretty much. Oh, Wherever I look is the website, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think that's all I have. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Because I ain't fucking with Snapchat because that's the book of the devil. Snapchat's the home site. Snapchat's the home site. I found out about OnlyFans the other day. The home site. There'll be holes in the house. There'll be holes in the house. Oh gosh, that your turn up? No, I just oh. remember that song from somewhere. I don't know where. I bet from a past life. Or from my dad's life. I'm not sure. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
But thank you for tuning in for another episode. We're actually on. We actually been on schedule lately. Um, have we? I mean, I was daily. No, it's usually within the fifteen days. We're not taking like twenty days now. Is that a shot? How is that a shot when it's a two-person thing? Okay. All right. Let's All not right. pretend like I don't delay things sometimes. All right. All right. Maybe I'm just projecting feelings personal. All right. Cool. It's okay. okay. I was in my feelings before, too. Anyway, I'll see. Ooh, maybe next time, if the restrictions are lifted, I'll actually see you in real life. Possibly, but it depends because... Depends on when the restrictions are lifted. I might even see me at a different house. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? Mm. Life will be different on the other side. I'll say that. It's a beautiful place to end. So I'll talk to you later, Doc. Bye. Be safe, people. Bye. Bye.